Welcome to the Seriously Social Podcast with your host, Simone Douglas. This episode's guest is Penny Reedy from Pick a Local, Pick SA. She and Simone discuss the importance of conscious purchasing, how to support local producers, and about their shared love of food. Okay, so I'm joined today by Penny Reedy on the Red Chairs from Pick a Local, Pick SA. So Penny, maybe just... To start off with, can you give us the Cliff Notes version of what you guys are all about? Because most people probably don't even understand that you're an organisation in and of yourselves. Yeah, so Pick a Local, Pick SA is a marketing initiative that's funded by the SA Produce Market mm-hmm. and the SA Chamber of Fruit and Vegetables. And our remit is to sell South Australian horticulture mm-hmm. from the grower through to the retailer. So the more people that are purchasing from their independent fruit and vegetable store or mm-hmm. supermarket, the more produce that is going through the South Australian produce market and the more demand on supply for locally sourced and grown produce. So mm-hmm. we're all about, you know, building awareness around people being a bit um, conscious of their mm-hmm. buy. Um, conscious of supporting local, buying local and keeping that local horticultural industry alive and well and keeping independent retailers up and running and Mm -hmm. um, that's really important for so many different reasons. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, I heard someone say something the other day about it's it's, you're not just buying from a business, you're helping to feed a family. I Mm, think you said that actually. (laughs) (laughs) I have taken that and run with it. So, yeah, and that's that's really what it's about. It's Mm. about putting putting those personal stories out that when you pick up an apple off of you know the shelf how does it get there who does it support and how is that a conscious buy for supporting local yeah absolutely do you think um there's been probably a closer focus on that in the face of COVID-19 and everything that's going on I know for myself I'm much more focused on who locally am I supporting and how yeah absolutely I think COVID has whilst you know it's been terrible and it's a pandemic and there's been a lot of economic impact you know devastating economic Mm. impact it's actually been quite a positive opportunity for the independent retailers to really step up and show what difference they can offer you know the service that they can provide the the quality of the produce that they've got coming through so you know these these are retailers that are up at two o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. at the markets picking fresh produce on a daily basis to get their stores stocked by eight o'clock in the morning so the you know sometimes you might be putting a piece of lettuce on your on your salad that night on your plate that has been picked that morning you know it's that fresh and it's you know, it's a less handling. And so COVID has really offered an opportunity for these independent re- retailers to really show those, you know, additional things that they offer, the, mm-hmm. the quality, the freshness, it's it's local, you're supporting a local family, you know, they're family multi-generational businesses. Yep. And people are really conscious of that. Mm. And and as well, they're smaller stores, so you don't have to go into a big supermarket. Mm. You know, I think a lot of people have really gone, oh, I don't know that I want to go into a big supermarket and walk all those aisles. And mm. we even had the, you know, the opportunity that came when, when the big supermarkets stopped doing home deliveries all of a sudden so I worked with we've got 99 retailers that are part of pick a local pick SA Mm -hmm. Um, and so I worked with them you know how are you COVID ready what have you got that you can do to fill this gap Mm -hmm. and it's those businesses are really stepped up and when you know what we can offer a click and collect service or we can do a a produce box that it's already packed it's locally sourced it's in season it's ready for you to go you just come in grab it and take it we even had um 
um, retailers doing deliveries as well. Mm-hmm. When um, when COVID first broke, I think I had about 18 of my 99 retailers doing deliveries. And we did a big push and a big campaign yeah. with them on getting ready for COVID and doing mm-hmm. deliveries. And by the end of it, we had over 45 that were doing, were doing deliveries. deliveries. So, and not easy for a no. small family-owned business to it's set up a website, way. you know, yeah. have delivery staff. But the ones that did it and did it well, they employed people, you know. Yeah. So it was an absolute opportunity for them to do that. And whilst we haven't maintained the whole market share of that, mm-hmm. they definitely have maintained some of it. And it's it's been a great opportunity. With some of those businesses, the independent ones that you worked with that decided to pick up that model, so almost pivot as much as I hate the word, but, yeah. you know add additional service offerings or explore markets that they might not have touched because they were very comfortable where they were. How many of them do you think are going to maintain that now that we're not seeing the same level of restrictions here in South Australia? Yeah, it's definitely dropped off, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and we we knew that they wouldn't maintain that market share. But, you know, even if they pick up 20%, You know, it's 20% that they didn't have before. So, and we're even seeing, you know, some of them have had that opportunity to showcase what they have to offer. Mm -hmm. And they've had, you know, customers from the other side of town that are still continuing to come back to them or still continuing because they've seen that level of service. And let's be honest, for a small family-owned business to set up a website, do, you know, pack an order deliver it as well they weren't making a lot of money no, off they of that so margins <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't something that they did to make massive amounts of money but um you know we're an essential service and the other thing is as well i think people you know people are cooking a lot more mm-hmm. during covid Absolutely. so and they're a lot more health conscious you know we want to be looking after ourselves want to think about what we're mm-hmm. putting into our bodies um, and eating locally in season is a great way to look after your health and to be Absolutely. feeding your body. So there was that opportunity that came as well. Well, so. and I think people discover, like, I was always brought up to share your wallet. Like, my grandparents and, and my mum are very big on that. So it's always you go... Um, you know, you might go to the supermarket to get X, Y, and Z, but then you go to the green grocer mm-hmm. to get your fruit and veg. You go to the butcher to get your meat, those kinds of things. Yeah. Like, don't give all of your wallet to this big supermarket or even to a medium-sized independent. Yeah. Um, but one of the, things, the um, happy benefits of that is that you discover just how fresher mm-hmm. fresh produce is when you get it from a small independent retailer. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I always go to the one on um, – there's one on Kensington Road that's like up at the top of Kensington Road and they have like fresh locally grown turmeric mm-hmm. you know and they have uh you know like fresh it's not an artichoke but it's like that so all these different things that they've clearly sourced locally at the yeah. markets you know it's really fresh it holds up yeah amazingly well too so you don't get the same level of wastage as if you're going into a big supermarket and it's been there for i don't know how many days yeah and been shipped from the other side of the country Mm. so um how do you um help those independent retailers though uh cut through all the white noise and tell their story more effectively so that they grow that customer base because i think people do want to support those local retailers yeah and that's one of the things that we have been focused on um we're a new team in the Pick a mm-hmm. Local Pick SA campaign. I've been there just on 12 months, yeah. so new into the role, new into the industry. Um, 
And that is one of the things that we're really focusing on is telling those personal stories. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that we have to hang our hat on because let's be honest, I don't have the marketing budget of the big supermarkets and we can't compete with them. And a little bit similar to what you said, we've been running a campaign. We have... um, we're very fortunate to have brand ambassador Callum Hahn, the mm-hmm. master chef, yeah. who's our brand ambassador, who's actually been the brand ambassador for nine years. So the campaign's oh, been wow. running for nine okay. years. Um, and one of the things we've been doing with him is running a, a radio commercial saying, you know, just a $20 spend at your local fruit and veg store. So it's not about, you know, we don't expect that you're going to take your whole big supermarket shop and move it into an independent. Although the independents are diversifying and putting grocery lines yeah. in and putting butchers in and mm-hmm. putting delis in and stuff like that. But it's about changing that behavior of exactly that, sharing your wallet, spend $20. Just just try $20 a week at your fruit and veg store and see the difference, see the different range that you have yeah. access to and see the quality of the produce and how long that's going to last with you. So, yeah, so we definitely um so by telling those personal stories and we're doing a lot of like video blogs mm-hmm. on the people behind the scenes like yeah. who owns these stores and telling those personal stories about who they are and you know it's mum and dad working together and you've got multi-generations in there and and getting people to see the personal side of a store it's not just a business it's yeah. a family that you're feeding do you think that there's an opportunity for um, them to capture the stories of their customers you know, like when you look at that, you know, intergenerational type journey. So, you know, for example, when I go into the local fruit and veg now, it's not me that runs around there picking everything. It's my 13 year old, yeah. my 10 year old. They know exactly what we buy. We are that person that took our entire fruit and veg shop to the fruit and veg store. So I walk out, you know, often $250 later. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, you know, I always look at it that it's money well spent yeah. for that reason. But how do you, how can they capture those stories? Because I think when customers see people who look like themselves, that triggers them mm. to, you know, then go on that journey. That's a really good thought and probably not one that we've looked at before. So I'll take that yeah. and see what we can do. I mean, we do like to share, um, you know, customers are very passionate about Mm. their local store and and they are their biggest advocates and reshare those stories and we have you know started doing social media posts on on those comments that we get from the customers and sharing them with other people and letting them see that so there's definitely some social currency in kind of resharing testimonials and Mm. stories and I think we have been focusing on that grower wholesaler retailer but why not tell the customer stories as well it's something I'll take on board thanks for that you're most welcome so if I was someone that was you know uh, an end consumer how do I identify that someone is an independent retailer well we have 99 stores in South Australia that have a pick a local pick a say sign Mm -hmm. in their stores so look for the big red sign and you'll know that they're an independently owned store and that they're buying their produce through the SA produce market they're sourcing locally wherever they can like obviously we still get produce that comes through the markets that comes from interstate and that's just because different seasons Mm -hmm. or different climates or whatever but they will always source locally first so if you look for the sign and see a sign in a store then you know you're supporting um, south australia so i have actually driven out to the sa produce markets a long time ago Mm -hmm. because i was running some training out there for some of the vendors and um 
Yeah, what what time do those poor humans start work? Because it's really, I think people need to appreciate just yes, what people go do. through for so, our food. So the way it works is um, the we have wholesalers. Mm-hmm. We also have direct um, direct growers that sell yeah. at their SA Produce Market as well. So they have their stores, their wholesale mm-hmm. stores are ready for trade at 4 a.m. So the wholesalers are there one o'clock in the morning two o'clock in the morning getting their stores ready for the retailers to come in and the retailers will start buying the bell rings at 4 a.m every morning so that's when the first wave of buyers will come through um and yeah i mean you wouldn't think you know for example claire there's a store in claire the the corner patch and someone comes down from claire five days a week wow and (laughs) And, you know and does that drive and does that Mm -hmm. yeah so and and you know and they they know their customers they know the range Mm -hmm. they're also looking for what's new on the floor and and they shop like we shop so your retailer goes to the wholesale market to shop for their store um and the ones that are there at four o'clock in the morning are the ones that are getting the best produce and obviously they're getting the best price as well Mm. just they're there so um yeah but by you know it's it's crazy by seven o'clock in the morning the wholesale market is pretty quiet it's Mm. all done and dusted by seven in the morning so it's a whole world that happens that you know we don't even really think about yeah 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 it, it kind of uh makes it entertaining when you hear someone complaining that they have to start work at 8 a.m <laughs> yes <laughs> i'm not sure i could do it but you know like you see the other thing too is with the wholesalers that's you know multi-generational as well so they will have been doing that for generation after generation absolutely yeah i mean i think about you know for example um Chiravlo's. we've got ralph Chiravlo, who used to be at the old east end markets mm-hmm. you know it's we've been out at paraka for 30 years but before yeah. that it was the east end markets and Ralph's a bit of an icon in at the SA Produce Market, and he's I, I I I wouldn't try to guess his age, but I would say he's you know in his eighties. Yeah. <laughs> and him with his son Tony are there every day wow. in the morning, and you just can't keep him away, you know. But mm. that, it's it's in their blood. It's yeah. you know this is what I really love about being part of this community is that salt of the earth, really mm. hardworking people that. You know, to be honest, these guys have, you know, own Lot 100 and own all these other different businesses and are on boards and have got lots of other farming activities going on Mm. and everything. But they're there at four in the morning, you know, five, six days a week. And that's what they love. And they wouldn't have it any other way, you know. So, um, you know, there's there's one particular wholesaler at the markets who's a grower, a wholesaler and a retailer. So, you know, he's got his farm, he's wholesaling, and then he's got um, a gardener's market at Churchill Centre. So he's in there setting it up and closing it down at six o'clock at night and he's been at the markets in the mornings, you know, so they're such hard workers and the ethic that they have that they put behind it is, um, you know, amazing. Well, I think that you raise a couple of interesting points in that. So I suppose number one is absolutely they're hard workers, but you can, you know, the love that goes into the food when you're growing food and selling food, you know, and even when we cook it at home, it's that whole story. Yeah. Um, but also sometimes people make assumptions that these people are hard workers and not much else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they don't actually understand the science and everything else that goes into farming and goes into all of the other things that they do and how many diverse business interests mm. some of these people have. Absolutely. Um, so I think sometimes it's great to capture those stories as well because it unpacks, you know, this preconception that we have about 
the economy here in South Australia and how it all works yeah. as well. So thanks very much for joining me on the Red Chair. It's been lovely to host you. Thank you. Uh, and we'll make sure that when we drop the podcast, we'll definitely link through if you've got a listing somewhere on the website that lists all the independent retailers. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, thanks very much. Thank you. No worries. Thank you for listening to the Seriously Social podcast. See our website for more details at www.socialmediaaok.com.au slash podcast. Check the show notes for credits, music used in the program, and more details about our guests.